Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Love it. Ozzy Osbourne is, he is accepting his role as the elder statesman of this hard rock music, and he's using it to his advantage. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are? Tammy Burns. Good news, ladies and gentlemen. The Rock School Radio Network keeps getting wider and wider. We have a brand new affiliate. And even though we had Salamanca, Spain for a long time, now we are in the UK. We went across another pond, huh? (laughs) Well, it's the same pond, uh, you know, to get to Spain. But the new affiliate is actually the Rocks. Network. Spell rocks, R-O-X. And what the Rocks Network did was what a lot of people are doing. They need an outlet for their content. They want other people to join in and provide content. So what you have at this website, Rocks Network, once again, R-O-X, rocksnetwork.co.uk, radio shows, magazine articles, a YouTube TV channel, all devoted to rock and metal. And they're getting more and more people to join in. And what was wonderful, uh, Cassie wrote to me and said, hey, do you want to be on this? And I said, well, yeah, of course I do. Because, you know, usually for us to get affiliates, I have to cry and grovel and, oh, and it's nasty. promise terrible, terrible things. So once again, rocksnetwork.co.uk. Thursdays belong to the Rock School Radio Show. That's a great night. <laughs> We're going to talk about Ukraine today. I want to point out once again that the Rock School show records in advance. Today, to us, is April 16th. So it'll be two weeks before this show airs because a lot of our stuff is time sensitive. And when something's already been recorded, we kind of have to jump forward past it. So we're trying not to be more than two weeks ahead. And we're going to talk about Ukraine. And the war in Ukraine is going to come up a good bit. So if something major, and I mean Major. I've heard some scary things from people who know that something really dumb could be done by Russia. And I'm just going to simply leave it at that. So if something like that happens and we don't mention it, please do know that we recorded this back on 416. Ukraine. I saw that Pink Floyd had gotten together and released a song for the first time in 20 plus years. Okay. I'm thinking, oh, man, Roger Waters is back and and all that. That's not what it is. David Gilmour's on guitar, Nick Mason on drums. Those are the two big names. Then there's a Floyd bassist named Guy Pratt. He's played with them for a long time. And then Neaton Sawney on keyboards. So it's half of Pink Floyd. Sounds good. But the fact still remains. You've got Gilmour there, and you think to yourself, well, what's he singing? Well, he's not. The name of the song is Hey, Hey, Rise Up. And please, when you go listen to it, YouTube would be best because down in the comments, then there is a way to buy it. 
and you do wish to buy it because all proceeds are going to the UN's Ukrainian Humanitarian Fund. All right, what is it all about? It's got a wonderful little story behind it. There's a very popular Ukrainian rock band called Boombox, and we're going to play something from them in a little bit. The singer of Boombox is Andrei Klovnik. Did I say that correct? You did. Yeah, we had we had YouTube videos. Here's how you pronounce it. Do it again, do it again. Uh, I believe it's Andrei Klovnik, and if I'm not on the money, I'm at least close. And he was on tour here in the United States. In fact, in the next break, we're going to play the promotional video where in Ukraine, he's telling people, I'll be in San Francisco, I'll be in what have you. And when he heard of the invasion, he quit the tour, went back to Ukraine, put on a military uniform and joined the fight. Wow. I'm telling you what. I mean, guh huts Didn't mean he stopped performing. In full military garb on his Instagram site, he sang just, just, you know, out of the blue, the red verbenum in the meadow. And that's a protest song that Ukrainians know it would be like over there, over there here in the United States. We know it. He sang this. As a matter of fact, how about I just play it for you? This is what it sounded like. Listen to this voice just singing into a phone. So there he is. There's Andrei Klovniak. He was inside of Kiev's, I think we're supposed to call it Kiev. It, it has to do with the Russian versus Ukrainian pronunciation. Right. So if I say Kiev instead of Kiev, sometime mea culpa, it's in the Sofiskaya Square. That got posted. Somebody brought it to David Gilmore. He listened to it and wrote the song Hey, Hey, Rise Up around it. So we're going to play the song Hey, Hey, Rise Up, first Floyd song in 20 plus years. And if you wish to help out, go see it on Facebook, only because down in the comments then links to go ahead and buy it. So here it is, Hey, Hey, Rise Up on Rock School.
There you go. That's Hey Hey Rise Up by Pink Floyd and also Boombox lead singer Andre Klovniak. And I wow. posit him. I'm not saying that just the way it should be, but I am darn close. If you listen to it, buy it. I did. Uh, the money goes to the UN's Ukrainian Humanitarian Fund. All right. I should also tell you this. I don't think I said this in the first break. At the bottom of the hour, we normally do the seven days and 70 seconds. I have a friend. He and I did CrossFit together. How do you know someone does CrossFit? Just talk to them. They'll tell you. So he and I have both since quit. He is a pastor in a small town here in Louisiana called A Meet. Has a, a rather large congregation up there. His name is Mervin, Mervin Struthers. His wife's name is Dasha. He was in Russia for 14 years on mission trip. She is from Russia, so they are both fluent in the Russian language. And the thing is, Ukrainian people can speak Russian as well as they can speak. He said it, it was enough that he could communicate. And he just came back. He secretly told no one, went over there and helped with a humanitarian group that got people out of Ukraine and into Romania. But he could only stay so long, and they said, you got to get gone. Right. So he is home. I'm helping him do uh, media in the area. I have a lot of students that work in the media, and um, he's getting on that. And he has been kind enough to talk to me for 12, 13 minutes, and that will be at the bottom of the hour. But returning back to this fella, Andre Kluvniuk, uh, who is the lead singer of Boombox, he was singing a song called The Red Verbenum in the Meadow. If you translate it to English, and it always sounds odd when you take it from one to the next, it says, In the meadow, a red verbenum has bent down so low, our glorious Ukraine has been troubled so. And we'll take that red verbenum, and we will raise it up. And we, our glorious Ukraine, shall, hey, hey, rise up and rejoice. And then you say that again. So it's a, a protest song written during the First World War. However, as I said, his his group, Boombox, was on tour here in the United States when he heard about it and went home, put on the uniform, and is now willing to fight for Ukraine. Here is the audio, and you can find this on uh, YouTube. Here is the audio from the promotional video Boombox made promoting their tour in the United States. So it's fun to listen to a foreign language. San Francisco. New York. So the English word pops in there. Here's the here's the audio to it. San Francisco, Seattle, Los Angeles, Miami, New York, Chicago, Toronto. And to let you know what they sound like, here is their... I, I could not find Ukrainian charts. So when I say biggest hit... It's the one on YouTube that has the most views. That's the best I can do. Here's Boombox on Rock School. La, da, la, da, la. Уж 
потеряли нить Хоть не с собой перестать и дома спать Нас не измерить на глаза сейчас Зачем мы давим на торт? обои черная посуда Нас в хрущевке двое Кто мы и откуда, откуда Забегаем шторы Кофеек плюшки стынут Объясните теперь нам актер Почему я на ней так сдвину? Alright, I'm gonna play one more song before we get into the first break, and you literally are not going to believe this. I know I shouldn't use the word literally, but you are literally not going to believe this. Do you know the song by Twisted Sister, We're Not Gonna Take It? Of course, yes. It's become the unofficial anthem of the fighting forces of Ukraine. And you say, you're so full of it, your eyes are brown. You gotta look it up. It's everywhere. And... The person who wrote it, D. Snyder of Twisted Sister, has yeah. given his full-hearted support to the Ukrainian troops who are using We're Not Gonna Take It. On Twitter, he wrote, I absolutely approve of Ukrainians using We're Not Gonna Take It as their battle cry. My grandfather was Ukrainian. No. How about that? Before it was swallowed up by the USSR after World War II. This cannot happen to these people again. I think that's more than 140 characters, but um, there's another tweet that says people are asking me why I endorse the use of we're not going to take it for the Ukrainian people and did not uh, stand up for anti-maskers. Oh, man. Well, one is for righteous battle against oppression. The other is for people who are upset at an inconvenience. Okay. Good answer. And then there's one more. Attention. I wrote we're not going to take it to lift up the downtrodden, not to ep- Uh, inspire the oppressors f that's the word Uh anyone who cares about only what they want and not the greater good we're not going to take it is not your song it never was it never will be snyder is asking for donations to world united live i didn't believe it when i read it i had to figure it out twisted sister we're not going to take it on rock school first break and by the way out of this break we will be going into my interview with my friend uh, Mervyn Struthers who has just returned from Ukraine his wife Dasha was with him however she does not appear on the on the telephone she she's a little camera and radio shy but you'll enjoy what he talks about many other people have attempted to record songs or re-record songs in order to raise money for Ukraine. Sting recorded an acoustic version of Russians. I hope the Russians love their children too. Right. From his first solo album, The Dream of the Blue Turtle. Then it was about the Cold War. Now it takes on a deeper meaning. I'm going to play 30 seconds of it for you. Here you go. 
about America There's a growing feeling of hysteria Conditioned to respond to all the threats And the rhetorical speeches of the Soviet Mr. Khrushchev said we will bury you I don't subscribe to this point of view Be such an ignorant thing to do If the Russians love their children too Sting has asked that if you wish to make donations, they can go to helpukraine.center. Helpukraine.center. The Rock School Radio Show has a brand new affiliate. They're in the UK. Who is it? ROX Network. Right. Rocksnetwork.co.uk. UK. Rocks, by the way, is spelled R-O-X. Rocksnetwork.co.uk. Back in a minute here on Rock School. The following interview is with my friend, Pastor Mervyn Struthers, who has just returned from Ukraine, helping people from the Ukrainian territory to get into Romania into safety. And he has some stories. The interview was recorded on 4-15-2022. Merv, first of all, I just have to ask why would you and your lovely wife, Dasha, go into a war zone? Well, I think it's because the uh, situation over there, and it's a lot closer to home to us than most people around this area because I lived in Russia for 14 years as a missionary. Matter of fact, that's where I met my wife. She's from there. and uh, Is she Ukrainian? For, for years before we moved to America. And when yeah. we heard about the situation... I'm sorry, Joe, go ahead. No, I'm saying, is she Ukrainian? No, she is Russian. She is, okay. Yeah, she's Russian. And the way we went to the Ukraine, the organization that our church is a part of, the Network of Related Pastors, the leader went over there, and he spent some time there, and he sent back some messages asking, you know, if we could raise some money for the refugees over there that were coming into Romania because they needed to be housed in Romania, and we're like, yeah, sure, we can do that. And Then he said there was a need for teams to go over there and help on the border because they needed people to help translate for the Ukrainians. Something that a lot of people don't understand is that Russian and Ukrainian are separate languages, but they're both Slavic languages. They're very close, and my wife understands a lot of Ukrainian. I myself understand a lot of Ukrainian because the languages are so close, but Besides that, almost all Ukrainians speak Russian anyway. Mm -hmm. And they were coming into Romania from the Ukraine, and Romanians don't speak Ukrainians, and Ukrainians don't speak Romanian, so they needed some help translating on the border and help. And we're like, yeah, sure, we'll make a trip, we'll do that. And then we were asked if we would cross over into the Ukraine for seven days and work on the inside there. And we were like, well, there's some risk involved in that, but yeah, sure, if there's a need, we'll go help, because if we won't do it ourselves, how could we ever ask anybody else or expect anybody else to do it? 
Exactly. So, so you are in some way ferried across the border. What did you do once you were in? Did you simply underground railroad these people out to uh, Romania? No, there's a free flow of the people coming out of uh, the Ukraine into Romania. What we did once we got in, well, first of all, we walked across the border. We left our team because there were people there on the Romanian side of the border. and There weren't many people jumping up and down to cross the border and go into the Ukraine with us. No kidding. So we left the, so we left the team on the Romanian side, and my wife and I walked through the border, and we met a driver on the Ukrainian side that was meeting us to take us to where we were going to be there. First thing we noticed when we met the driver, he was, uh, he was tired, first of all. He was stressed out. He looked a little shell-shocked. And he started telling us some of the stories of what was going on there. And he brought us about 40 miles inside the Ukraine to a city called Chetanitsi, where we stayed there. At a, uh, we actually worked with a pastor there who was a Romanian pastor. He's Ukrainian. But what a lot of people don't understand about the geography there is that before uh, the Soviet Union, that part of the Ukraine was actually Romania until the Soviet Union decided to go in and sever some of it off and give it to the Ukraine. So there's a large portion of Ukrainians there inside the Ukraine. So we went to a Ukrainian, uh, I'm sorry, we went to a Romanian-speaking church there inside the Ukraine, and they have about 25, 30 churches, and they're all being, uh, they're all being used to help with a war effort. And something that amazed us once we got inside the Ukraine is uh, everything in the country is about the war effort. It's about helping the refugees, uh, all, all hands on deck, every school, every uh, church, almost every public facility has been turned into a, uh, either a distribution center or somewhere that houses the refugees. Now, where we were, they were receiving people from the Donbass region, from Donetsk and uh, Mariupol. Kharkov, all of these places that have been severely bombed. So the people were coming there, and the place we were at, there's about 60 refugees that were staying there in the building, plus they were using it as a distribution center, and they were receiving humanitarian aid from Europe and different places. They were processing it there in the uh, building, in the church building, and they were sending out about 60,000 pounds of uh, groceries a day and they would load it on the small trucks and they would run it into the areas where the war had been the fiercest. They would bring the products, some medical supply and some clothing in those areas. And then they would bring people out of those areas and they'd bring them back to Chittenefsee. And then they would help them cross the border over into uh, Romania where they were warmly welcomed. And then they would go to other places in Europe. Now, while you were there, I, I was following the videos you were posting. I heard that, that you, heard of the, you heard the sirens. Were you ever there when missiles arrived? No, we weren't. But the sirens were a daily event that would happen there. Anytime there was any air activity, the air sirens would go off. So as soon as we got into the ukraine we went to a facility and they were unloading a truck and we were meeting with this guy who his daughter owned a wedding shop well a wedding dress shop where they made wedding dresses and sent them all over the world and the business of course was shut down because there's no weddings right now in Mm -hmm. the ukraine somebody can go to the uh government office and get a marriage license and they'll officially be married but there's no celebration 
and they told us, they said, how can we have big parties when people are dying? Right. So we were sitting there talking to this guy, and as we were, an air raid siren went off. And uh. we'd only been there for about two or three hours, and the situation got a little tense. Everybody tensed up some, and uh, then after the siren was over, everybody relaxed. And they told us, they said, look, they said, if we're attacked here in this part, and Chetanik Sea is actually the only city in the Ukraine that has an airport, and the airport hasn't been attacked. Wow. And they told us, and they told us, they said, if we're attacked, we have nowhere to go. We have nowhere to run. If we live, we live. If we die, we die. There's nothing we can do about it. What did you find from the people? We, we are getting the the feeling over here that even with the, and I'll just say genocide since the president said it, the genocide and all of that, it, it it's one of the, it seems to me like you can't smoke them out. They will always be against the Red Army. Is it that way? We will fight literally until there are no, no more to fight? That is definitely the feel there. And actually, there's a law in the country, men between the ages of 18 and 60 years old, they cannot leave the country unless they have a disability or something that would prevent them from uh, defending the country. So when we were on the Romanian side of the border and, and welcoming refugees that they came across, there were a lot of women and children. And most of the refugees, probably 85 to 90% of the refugees that are coming across the border, they're women and children, and their husbands will drive them to the border and kiss them goodbye and hug them and let them out the car and they'll walk across the border into Romania, and the husband will turn around and go back to where he's from because he can't leave. He has to stay and defend his country. So, yes, they are willing to fight to the bitter end. That had to be horrific. I, I mean, was, yeah. Watch, watching them turn around, yeah. Yeah. Wow. What are your thoughts on this? Is this going to come to an end? What what do people say? Why is Putin doing this? They really don't know. Uh, we were talking with one man. Well, actually, Dasha, my wife, spent about three hours with this man once he crossed the border. This is when we were still on the Romanian side uh, of the border. He had uh, been bombed out. His apartment building had been blown up. His family had already uh, left the country. They were in Spain. He didn't leave because he wanted to stay and fight. So he went to the uh, office of the military to sign up to fight. And because he was already a disabled veteran, they wouldn't let him fight. They told him he could go ahead and leave and join his family. So we sat there and we talked to this man and, and, and he was shell shocked. He couldn't believe what was going on. And he asked the question, he said, why are we hated so much that they're trying to destroy our whole country? I, 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 what did you say to him? Uh, we didn't have an answer because we don't know. Yeah. And what a lot of people don't understand is, is this is brother fighting brother. It's not two countries that are on different sides of the world that are totally different. They're Slavic people. They have the same history. They have the same culture. They almost have the same language. Well, they do speak the same language because almost everybody speaks Russia. It's almost like America and Canada. If America would attack Canada, 
and go to war. And most people inside Russia, they have family in the Ukraine. Most people in the Ukraine, they have family in Russia. And, you know, the best way I've heard it explained, my my wife said it like this. She said, it's like a bad divorce. Oh. Where mom and dad's getting divorced, and in a divorce, who suffers? The children yeah. suffer. Yeah. And that's what's happening. If someone wishes to help, you obviously were part of a, a church group. Is there a, right. a method of supporting what you're doing? Who would you suggest that funds go to? Absolutely. Uh, the Network of Related Pastors, we have a special website. It's called nrpukraine.com, and we're raising money for the refugees and for the war effort in the Ukraine. And, you know, any money that anybody gives goes directly to helping the refugees. It buys food for them. It helps them power the drivers who are driving back into those areas with gas and products. And uh, every penny that comes in through that, there's no processing fees or anything. It goes directly to help the refugees. And, you know, my wife and I like to make it clear that we're apolitical in this situation. It's not about a government. It's not about Russia versus the Ukraine, although we know who the aggressor is. But not only are the people of the Ukraine suffering, the people in Russia are suffering also. Mm-hmm. And they're precious, wonderful people, and they themselves, for the most part, don't understand what's going on and why this is happening. So any money that comes through that NRP ukraine.com goes directly to help these people excellent i'm gonna say it again because i'm on the really good mic nrpukraine.com correct yeah murph thanks for talking to me okay joe thank you man you bet coming into the second break out of my talk with mervin struthers there is a ukrainian band named daka braka which is give and take generally because it's, it's fun. You think to yourself, you know, we use all these cute little rhyming phrases. Do they do the same thing in other languages? There you go. Dakabraka means give and take. And they have a quote hit right now called Monk. M-O-N-A-K-H. I've listened to a few people intro it, and it kind of sounds like Monk said with a little bit of dull. Monk. And it means obedient. They are touring in the United States right now, asking for monies to be donated to Ukrainian causes. They've already played Bonnaroo and Glastonbury and will be going to a lot of other places. Ladies and gentlemen, here's about 30 seconds of Daka Braka on Rock School.
right, we've got a brand new affiliate here on the Rock School Radio Show. Let's say one more big shout out to them. Tammy, who is it? That's the Rocks Network, R-O-X Network dot C-O dot UK. Rocksnetwork.co.uk. Thank you, Cassie, for contacting us, and uh, we're more than happy to fill up your Thursday. Back in a minute here on Rock School. out of the break there is a band one of these super group type things put together by some serious hard rock people uh, there are musicians from Ramstein, faith no more stabbing westward the hard kiss which is a hard rock group from the ukraine gravity kills and lisa k however if you watch the video for it there seems to be many many more people than what i'm suggesting and there's a long list again if you look at the text underneath it in the YouTubial device. It's a supergroup that redid the Beatles song Come Together. And obviously it has a pretty thick edge on it, but it finishes with the band. It looks like one of those Zoom meetings from COVID times yeah. where the screen splits 16 ways right? and they are singing, we will, we will stop you rather than rock you. All proceeds are going to UNICEF, and you can find their song at Bandcamp. But once again, just go to the YouTube device when you watch it. If you wish to grab it, buy it, because they're giving the, the money too. All right? This called Lifeline International. Come together. We will stop you on Rock School. into what's probably going to be the last break I, I gotta be honest with you I didn't know this occurred or I would have watched it there was an online thing called stand up for Ukraine which had performances from Billie Eilish Madonna Celine Dion Katy Perry Elton John Stevie Wonder and Bruce Springsteen appealing for donations did you know that happened? No. It just, I don't know how I missed it. It's one of those that there's, in my mind, there's this thing called the glut. There's so much information. It, it really needed to push through. The move came in response from a video by Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky in which he called on the international community to help those affected by the Russian invasion. Quote, I ask you to support Ukraine, to support Ukrainians with the stand up for Ukraine motto. So it came directly from him. You know, Zelensky was a television comedian. Right. And it's one of those, you know, we, we, we kind of joke over here that we, we elected 
uh, oh, come up with it, uh, Ronald Reagan, uh-huh. you know, who starred in a movie with a monkey. Yeah, well, he did. Well, so what? A paycheck's a paycheck, you right? know? Uh, but then we have Donald Trump, and well, he's a game show host. And uh, yeah, you're right. These guys elected, Ukrainians elected a TV comedian. And he's turning out, and I'm not saying <laughs> Ronald Reagan and Donald Trump are this guy, but he turned out to be best choice. And he understands the media to literally state from his podium, use the phrase, stand up for Ukraine. That's, see, that's media savvy. Yep, yep. I told you what to say. Uh, if you if you don't mind, I'm going to play, because during this stand up for Ukraine, some people didn't perform, but they did do uh, pitches for money. This is Ozzy Osbourne and Sharon Osbourne pitching the stand up for Ukraine. Hello, I'm Ozzy Osbourne. This is my wife, Sharon. We are standing up for Ukraine. What we've seen is heart-wrenching, and we're answering the call from those on the ground in Ukraine. World leaders are meeting tomorrow to decide how much funding they are giving to support refugees. We need them to stand up for refugees everywhere and contribute the billions needed for this crisis. We cannot let the hardships these refugees are facing go unanswered. We're asking everyone who sees this to amplify this call. Post yourself, share a video from an activist, or share this video, so that the world leaders know we need the world to stand up for Ukraine and support refugees. Slava Ukraini. Slava Ukraini. Love it. Love it. Ozzy Osbourne is, he is accepting his role as the elder statesman of this hard rock music, and he's using it to his advantage. So we're going to play one from it. If we have time, we'll follow with a second. I'm going to play John Bon Jovi's We Don't Run. If we have time before the end of the 59 minutes of the show, we'll play a bit of U2's Walk on Ukraine. So that wraps it up. Once again, this all got started because of a Pink Floyd song, Hey, Hey, Rise Up. If you watch it, if you watch any of these, watch them on YouTube because down in the comments um, or the information just below the video, there will be the way to donate or buy the song. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Tammy Burns. That's it. Class is dismissed. Hi, I'm John Bon Jovi, and I'm standing up for Ukraine. We need you to answer the call from activists and advocates working to support refugees and take immediate action to help displaced people from Ukraine and around the world. So when you meet on April 9th in Warsaw to decide how much funding you'll give to support, will you stand up for refugees everywhere and contribute the billions that they need? I'm asking everyone, everyone who sees this video to amplify this call on April the 8th for the Stand Up to Ukraine social media rally. Post yourself. Share a video from an activist or share this video so that all of our leaders, they know that the world needs you to stand up for Ukraine and support refugees. Thank you. To everybody who's tuned in out there watching this global event unfold, we say Slava Ukraine, Slava Ukraine, Slava Ukraine. This one's called We Don't Run.
behind me and the sky is falling Seeing a sea of tears, the chain is off the tracks Nothing is forever when tomorrow's calling Dancing with the devil to get one day back I'm not afraid of burning bridges Cause I know they're gonna light my way